1: body awareness,
0: self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode. Today on what is known as the sunshine vitamin, okay? I've been meaning to dedicate an entire episode to vitamin D because, The more I do nutrition counseling, the more I realize that a lot of women are just deficient. I see this like far too often and or they've never thought to get their vitamin D levels checked. I mean, I've worked with women from ages 20 through 50 plus, and there's just not enough information or education on why vitamin D should be prioritized for women. I usually get responses like, oh, I never thought I needed to get it done or my doctor never mentioned it. So yeah, a lot of the time you have to ask to get it done because it's not really like a part of the typical lab routines. Um, I remember I worked at a gynecology practice for some time And there was this one day I brought all the practitioners together and I was like, you know what? We need to add vitamin D to the routine labs, especially because of the population that we're dealing with. We were serving women of color and vitamin D deficiency is very common in this population. Um, But anyway, it went pretty well because soon after that discussion with the doctors, they started requiring vitamin D to be drawn before they worked with me for a one-on-one nutrition counseling session. And I'm telling you, like since then, almost every woman that walked through that door had vitamin D deficiency. And I would say probably like 95% of women I work with now are vitamin D deficient. And I'm not talking like slight, like a slight deficiency. I'm I'm talking about like really 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 serious low levels here, okay? I've seen like 5, 6, level 6. And we'll we'll get into um more of like the recommended amounts that you should be kind of like what range you should be in but i've seen like pretty low levels guys um to the point where they'll get their blood work done and immediately have to take like a really really high dose um supplement prescription by their doctor so Yeah, very interesting stuff, but this is an epidemic, guys. It's an epidemic. I, too, was deficient at one point in my life. I'm all good now. I take my levels very seriously and always take my supplement. Uh, So you're not alone, but I want to read a few comments from our Vitamin D Instagram post that we did. And if you're not following us on Instagram, uh, go and give us a follow. Here is one from Camille. She says, the lowest your vitamin D levels should be is in the 30s. I was at an A over one and a half years ago, and it made the biggest difference ever by taking supplements. Here's another from Kels. I've been vitamin D deficient for 15 plus years and taking my dosages every day. Thank you for the reminder. And Michelle also said, or you're like me and have too much vitamin D without taking supplements. So... I loved hearing from these ladies, Um, but yeah, it shows you that it could go both ways. You could either be pretty high, pretty low, somewhere in the middle. Um, So I want to know, have you gotten your vitamin D level checked lately or ever? Do you know your baseline? I think it's extremely vital to have it checked every single year when you're doing your yearly women's wellness checkups. And to be honest, this is probably one supplement that I typically recommend to a lot of my clients. And lately, we see that health professionals, scientists, experts are bringing awareness to the importance of vitamin D and its role for optimal health and well-being. And this vitamin, I feel like it's studied so much and it's always associated with some kind of like health condition or disease or whatnot. But if I were you, I would take it seriously. Now, let's get to what exactly vitamin D is. Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, very essential for many bodily functions, including strengthening the bone, so we know it's great for bone health, which I'll talk about later on, supporting cell growth and regulation, retaining and absorbing calcium and phosphorus, and improving immunity. Vitamin D is naturally found in some foods, and when consumed in excess, so if you have too much, it is stored in the body rather than being flushed out. Kind of like you'll see with other vitamins where it's flushed out through the urine there are two main forms of vitamin D so you might you know walk into the store in the supplement aisle looking for a supplement you might get confused because you're like I see vitamin D2 and vitamin D3 these are the main forms that you'll typically see there's not much of a difference between the two except that vitamin D2 is naturally found in plants and D3 is naturally found in animals and produced by the skin when exposed to sunlight the great news is that you can actually meet your vitamin D needs with either form of vitamin But most health experts do recommend taking vitamin D3 because it's more effective in actually raising vitamin D levels if you are deficient compared to vitamin D2. Plus, it lasts longer in the body. So how do you know you have vitamin D deficiency? Like, what are some signs that you should be looking out for? I feel like this one's a little bit harder to pinpoint. Um, I don't know. Like, so I've, I've seen fatigue is one of them, mood changes, muscle pain and weakness, um, frequent infections, bone disorders. These are all signs that you might have a vitamin D deficiency. But again, it's very hard to pinpoint because there could be so many other reasons why you're experiencing those symptoms. I know I've mentioned that some women I have worked with have had like super, super low levels. So when it comes to your levels, where should it actually be? In the blood, a form of vitamin D is measured in either nanomoles per liter or nanograms per milliliter okay so I'm gonna go with nanomoles levels of 50 or above are adequate for most people for bone health and overall health now levels below 30 are too low and that's kind of like where I usually see a lot of people that I work with when they first started you know start working with me their levels like I've seen like the low is probably like a four or five, okay? Yeah, very scary levels. And I also see this in like people that are, you know, in their 50s, and their 40s that have never, ever gotten their vitamin D levels checked. How insane is that? And I'm just, this is why I do this podcast because I, I love to bring awareness to these kinds of things. Like, you know, right now, most of you guys are probably like in your mid to late 20s. You're probably in your 30s and 40s. And we really need to make sure that vitamin D is like on the top of our list to make sure we're good. Um, So yeah, levels below 30, too low. This will usually cause your bones to weaken. Um, It may affect your health. You might start seeing those symptoms. And yes, your vitamin D levels can also be too high. So levels above 125 are too high and might actually cause health problems. By now, you know that a majority of women aren't getting enough vitamin D from their diets. And as a result, many are deficient. You can get vitamin D from the sun. Yes, absolutely. It's called the sunshine vitamin for this very reason. But apart from that, um, you can get it from food and you might need a little help keeping your levels in the normal range. So Thankfully, with the help of a supplement that is, you know, approved by your doctor or dietitian, you'll be on your way to better health in no time. Now, let's talk five reasons why you should care about your vitamin D level. Number one, this is what I typically hear all the time, but the research also co-signs this. So, it can help boost your mood or help to support your mood. People with depression typically have lower levels of vitamin D, but of course some studies make it clear that a deficiency doesn't necessarily cause depression. But individuals that struggle with depression may have, you know, things like poor appetite or you're not caring for yourself as much. So lack of self-care, you maybe you're more isolated, kind of putting them at risk for vitamin D deficiency. And this is because when dealing with depression, you may not get adequate nutrition or exposure to sunlight, you know, from being isolated to keep your vitamin D levels at healthy levels. There was a 2020 review published in Depressed Anxiety of about 7,534 people, which found that those experiencing negative emotions who receive vitamin D supplements notice an improvement in symptoms. Also, vitamin D has been shown to increase the production of the feel-good hormone, which you probably heard, which is serotonin, which is responsible for mood regulation and preventing high levels of anxiety and depression. There was another study, which was like a smaller study, that found that vitamin D supplementation in women with specifically type 2 diabetes improved mood and there was a significant decrease in depression and anxiety but of course guys Larger studies are needed to confirm this. Um, I've also just heard positive stories from past clients that I've I've worked with who have like literally praised vitamin D for improving like their mood and especially like during the the winter months because hello seasonal depression is real. So it, it may be worth trying. Number two, it keeps your bones strong. So I know the topic of bone health seems pretty boring and not something that a lot of people actually consider until they're in their older age and they need you know some attention because they have like really brittle bones. But I mean, yeah, this is actually something you should start thinking about like now. As you get older, minerals can start to leach out of your bones, leaving them brittle and weak. So it's really important to support your bones now. And one way you can do that is by making sure your vitamin D levels are in good standing because having a deficiency increases the risk of osteoporosis, which is the loss of calcium from bones, And it can lead to, you know, an increased risk of bone fractures and we don't want that. So what you do now in your younger years is extremely vital, guys. All right. So the third reason why you should care about your vitamin D is because it helps to support female sex hormones. Now, recent studies do suggest that vitamin D plays an essential role in helping to regulate female sex hormones and that low vitamin D levels can actually increase the risk for poor outcomes in both mom and baby. Additionally, low levels of vitamin D are involved in the development of specific hormone disorders like PCOS, which I did talk all about that in the last episode, so definitely tune into that. And if you struggle with PMS symptoms, the good news is that getting enough vitamin D may actually help to support or reduce some of those symptoms that you may be experiencing. Specifically in pregnant women, low vitamin D levels have been somewhat linked to preeclampsia, gestational diabetes. And I'm saying somewhat because more studies are needed to make this claim, but you know, it doesn't hurt either way to just make sure that your vitamin D levels are are within the normal range. So yes, vitamin D will help to support fertility and female sex hormones. Now the fourth reason why you need more vitamin D in your life is because it will help to support immunity. You've probably heard throughout this pandemic the importance of taking a vitamin D supplement to quote unquote boost immunity. I have to say I wholeheartedly agree with that. Vitamin D actually does a lot to keep your immune system functioning at its very best. And how it does that is it actually helps to regulate the immune response in the body by interacting with vitamin D receptors on the immune cells. One study suggests that a deficiency in vitamin D may increase the risk of immune-related diseases. So adequate amounts of vitamin D is really needed to help fight off these disease-causing germs like viruses and bacterias and parasites and all that. All that jazz, all that stuff out there. Okay. Especially now because, you know, it's colder months, especially if you're on the East Coast. We got to make sure we are taking steps to protect our immunity. The fifth and final reason, well, my final reason why you should be really monitoring your vitamin D level is because a low vitamin D level can actually lead to hair loss. Yes, that's very true. Vitamin D is metabolized in the skin by what is called keratinocytes now these are skin cells that process keratin which you've probably heard of keratin and that is a protein found in the hair the skin and the nails so when the body doesn't have enough vitamin D those keratinocytes in the hair follicles have trouble regulating hair growth and shedding so those vitamin D supplements could help if there was like a deficiency um, that is contributing to your hair loss we've talked about some of the reasons you should take your level seriously but I want to make Make one thing clear, which is vitamin D, yes, it has its role in disease prevention and treatment, and it's still being studied, but it is not a cure-all. So don't just run to the store after this episode and start racking up on supplements with the hope that all of your health issues will just vanish. There's actually no vitamin out there that can do that, okay? It could be helpful, but of course, but you always, you always want to talk to your provider first before doing that especially like in high doses. Yeah, not a good idea. My favorite part, which is the food. (laughs) Yes, there are a few foods out there that naturally contain vitamin D, although some foods are actually fortified with vitamin D. So it's always best, I mean, always to get your nutrients from food. Um, It's, you know, food is more potent with some of these nutrients, but sometimes it can be really challenging to rely on food alone. Food sources like cod liver oil, which a lot of people don't like, Um, salmon and fatty fish like sardines are great, mushrooms. Oh yeah, did you guys know that you can actually increase the vitamin D content of mushrooms by placing it in the sun? That's actually a little newer to me, like from a year ago or so. I actually never knew that. So mushrooms actually synthesize their own vitamin D in response to the sunlight. So just about like 15 minutes can make a big difference, especially in some of these different types of mushrooms, like the wild mushrooms, oyster, and portobello. Um, So yeah, fun fact. But other food sources of vitamin D include fortified milk, yogurt, and orange juice. Also, some cereals have too. If you are not getting much from food, you're not getting enough sunlight. Supplements are a great option. Vitamin D supplements are generally safe to take, but too much of it can result in hypercalcemia, which is a condition where calcium becomes too high in the bloodstream, which can lead to gut issues, weakness, and kidney stones. So again, you don't want to overdo it. And maybe you've heard that people with darker skin, are more likely to be deficient. And that's very true because melanin is one of the primary factors that affect the synthesis of vitamin D through skin exposure to sunlight. So women with darker skin tones are at higher risk of vitamin D deficiency as their body is not really able to produce vitamin D properly. So a supplement is generally recommended for people with darker skin a supplement is also recommended for people with fat absorption issues if you're lactose intolerant um, if you have a milk allergy if you don't get out in the sunlight as much or if you're avoiding dairy or fatty fish even for those who have certain medical conditions um, that prevent them from going outdoors if you are taking a supplement be sure it includes vitamin K because it actually helps the body to use calcium properly to build bone Instead of depositing it into the arteries and soft tissues, yeah, talk to your doctor or dietitian about that, um, about the whole vitamin K, taking it with vitamin D type of thing. But Regardless, you want to talk to your doctor about what specific supplement you should be taking. How much vitamin D do you actually need in a day? Most people need about 600 IU, but the elderly, they need a little bit more, um, somewhere around 800 IU to reduce the risk of common bone disorders like osteoporosis, osteopenia, um These are conditions or diseases that weaken the bone. All right, I think I covered just about everything you need to know, at least the basics when it comes to vitamin D. And I don't care what anyone says. You need to know your vitamin D baseline. So on your next doctor visit, please ask them to add vitamin D to the list of labs that you need to get drawn because you're likely deficient. Okay, let's just be real. You're likely deficient. I mean... I'm just, I'm just being real, but you know, there's, there's a high chance that you might be. So, so if you haven't already do yourself a big favor, book your appointment and get your levels checked. Thank me later. Okay. Thank me later. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode on five reasons why you need to know your vitamin D level, please take one minute to write a cool review on Apple. You can also write to me to share your stories and comments. My contact is in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. Take a moment to share this episode with all your girlfriends. You know they need it, okay? Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time. And until then, keep flourishing.